0: Hello and welcome to the Divorce to Bliss podcast. Here you will learn all things related to healing from divorce, mind, body, and spirit, so you can create a beautiful new life filled with happiness. I'm Rachel Ruby, author of Divorce to Bliss, divorce coach, speaker, and attorney, and I'm so glad you found me here. Hello and welcome to the Divorce to Bliss podcast. Today we will be talking about changing the story or changing the narrative. And what this means is that we all tell ourselves a story about ourselves, right? And we we can have multiple stories going. But when we get divorced, a lot of times the story becomes, I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I don't know how I'm going to live without This, this, or this. Um, There's a lot of fear involved. For example, if you were a stay-at-home parent and the other spouse worked, and all of a sudden in your divorce you realize I'm going to have to get a job, I haven't had a job in many years. I haven't been in the workforce. And so a lot of times many people in that situation will tell themselves the story of, I can't get a job. I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. I can't compete with the young people just getting out of college who are green and have so much energy and excitement and they'll take, you know, very little salary and We tell ourselves these things and it becomes our story. And what happens is we kind of go into this victim mentality, oftentimes, where we start to believe that we can't. Now, when you're trying to heal, do you think it's possible to heal if you can't? No. So in order to heal, we need to have a positive mindset and we need to be able to change that story. So we're going to talk about how to do that. And there are four main areas that I consider important when we're talking about changing the story or changing the narrative. The first one is the way we talk to ourselves, the self-talk. And we need to challenge our story by the things we say. So it is a rewiring of the mindset and what we tell ourselves so that we start to believe what we tell ourselves, and if you are a regular listener or watcher of my podcast, you've probably heard me talk about before the trifecta, and that is desire, belief, and expectation. And the same thing applies here, because we need to desire the change, we need to believe we can make the change, and we need to expect that it's going to happen. And in other podcasts, I dive much deeper into this, but for now, since we're talking about changing the story, we need to start by making a list of what things we are telling ourself that are keeping us stuck. And a lot of times when I help my clients, the word can't is one that I say you need to eliminate, need to eliminate can't from your self-talk. Because as soon as you tell yourself, I can't do that, or I'm not good enough, Any kind of a negative statement, I'm not good enough, smart enough, old enough, young enough, you know, whatever it is. When you say those things to yourself, you're telling your brain that you're not going to be able to achieve them. So you might as well just give up and stop right there because you cannot heal if you're not having the positive influences and the positive self-talk and the self-chatter that goes on. So the first lesson is to start writing down things that... You want to tell yourself, don't focus on the things that you tell yourself that are negative, because we don't want to focus anything on the negativity. Focus instead on what you want to tell yourself and what you really want to feel and believe and make happen. We always, when we're healing, want to focus on the positive and not the negative. So we focus on the not on the should've, could have, would have, not on the uh, I wish I had, not on the I'm not, fill in the noun or adjective, and not on the I can'ts. Instead, we want to focus on the I can, I am good enough. And so I want you to make a list of all of those thoughts that you want yourself to believe about yourself. So if you are going through divorce or you just came out of divorce and you're feeling really down and you're in that victim state a little bit or a lot, you want to start thinking, how would it be if I felt really good about myself? What are the things I would tell myself? Would I say to myself, you're strong. Look what you just were able to do. You were able to come out of a marriage in which you were unhappy. Look, and and even if you never had a job during the marriage and you were a stay-at-home parent, or even if you just worked on fun things and you didn't work, you have qualities. And you're going to have to write down what those qualities are. So I want you to start making lists of all the reasons why you are good at something that you want to do, that you are strong, that you are able, that you are successful, that you are capable, that you are, um, you know, whatever adjectives you need to fill in, whatever you you see yourself and if you can't, if, it, if this is a hard exercise for you, because it is for some people, I want you to imagine somebody who you respect and look up to who is very successful or very happy in their life. And this can be someone you know personally, or it can be someone you maybe see on screen on the, in the movies or on television or um, a famous person, anybody, whoever it is, pick a person you look up to and say to yourself, Why does this person seem happy? What habits does that person have that seem to draw the success, wealth, happiness, whatever it is, to them and keep them in that state of just bliss? And those are the qualities that you can start mirroring and writing about to have and hold within yourself. So once you've made your list of the qualities that you want to have and the beliefs that you want to hold and the things that you want to feel, because again, this isn't just talking about what we want and how we want to change the narrative or the story, but it's feeling it as well. So whatever you write down, you're going to work on saying to yourself multiple times a day. You can also pick a time of the day. I suggest picking a time of the day every day that's similar, like in the morning or in the evening. Morning's a great time because we just woke up and it tends to be a quieter time in our day before we start our day. It's usually quieter morning time if you get up a little early. So pick a time every day and I want you to it kind of it's like manifestation for visualization, which I have another podcast on these things and you can listen. But I want you to sit quietly and close your eyes and think of those things on your list. You can read your list beforehand and think of the things that you want to tell yourself in order to change the story. And I want you to sit there and tell yourself those things. And while you're telling yourself those things, I want you to feel what it would feel like when, what it will feel like when you do believe those things, when those things are a reality. And I want you to make them a reality right now in the moment. So in other words, let's say that you are working on telling yourself that you are capable of going back into the job market. And you're so scared about that. And you don't feel like you have any qualities. And hopefully before this point where you sit down and start this practice every day, you have made a list of the qualities that you do have, and you have made a list as to why you are going to be really great at at a new job. And it could be something that you've already chosen or something that you don't know about yet, right? And then I want you to also not only tell yourself, I am capable of doing this because I am strong, because I am healthy, because I am Uh, talented at X, Y, and Z. But also, I want you to close your eyes and visualize yourself doing those things. That is really one great way to change the story, to change the narrative of you by changing the self-talk, changing the beliefs, and making sure that you you commit to this practice every single day, even if it's 15 minutes a day in the morning and throughout the day that you remind yourself of the reasons why you are going to be successful at what you are working on. Number two is to focus on happiness each day and each moment and do not delay that happiness. What do I mean by this? So gratitude, as you know, if you are a watcher or listener, is a huge part of healing. And so when we are working on changing our new or changing our life and creating our new life after divorce, we have to be grateful for what we have instead of focusing on the negative of what we lost. And so when we are grateful, for every moment, for every opportunity, for where we are. It changes again the mindset and also when we don't focus on delaying the gratification or delaying the happiness, we can move forward and heal and feel really good. So what do I mean when I say delaying? Basically, Most people, when they are afraid to do something or when they have convinced themselves that they are unable to do something, they will say to them, they will give themselves an excuse such as, I will do that when I finish this next project. I will work on healing myself when I move into my new house. I will find a new job when I lose 10 pounds. Right. I mean, there's always something. There's always, we always want to do something first before we can really do the hard work, or we want to delay that hard work because we're afraid to start it and jump in. So delaying the happiness is not going to help you heal because the healing journey starts right now. It starts right this moment. You can't delay it. You can't delay living your bliss because life is short, right? And The sad part is is oftentimes when people delay doing something they really want to do because they're afraid and they put all these roadblocks and excuses in the way, what do you think happens? Most of them don't ever do it. Or some of them might do it and it's too late. So in order to focus on the moment, focus on the day, you need to come up with some really great affirmations that you can tell yourself that um, kind of goes along with number one when we're talking about writing down the little things, the little chatter in our minds, the things we change within our mindset. We want to continue throughout the day with these positive statements that we can um, really kind of, every time we recite them, we don't want to do it just like rote memorization. We want to really say it and feel it. So say it. And even if you take a minute on a lunch break or you're at work and you stop for a second you close your eyes for 30 seconds or 60 seconds and you say to yourself i am happy i am joyful and you picture yourself doing something that makes you really happy maybe it's running on the beach maybe it's playing a musical instrument maybe it's traveling maybe it's Being with your kids and baking something with them or taking them somewhere fun and you watch their expressions and how much they love seeing the animals at the zoo or story time at the library or if they're older, taking your your daughter shopping or taking your son um, to a sports game, whatever it is, you want to imagine yourself in that happiness If you are going through a divorce, you want to see all of the facets of how that new life is going to look, even if you don't know yet what they're going to look like. So I've used this example a few times in other podcasts um, when we're talking about coming out of divorce and selling the family home, and each of the two spouses now needs to uh, go find somewhere to live. Or let's say one one spouse is staying in the family home, but you are not. And you need to find somewhere to live. And a lot of times, this is really scary for people because they don't know where to live, they're going to rent or buy, they just have no idea. And <clears throat> if the market is tight, and there isn't a lot of inventory, it makes it even more difficult. So I, I too faced this same fear. And but I decided that I was going to just throw caution to the wind and not worry about where I was going to live because I knew that that was not going to help me manifest what I wanted. So what I started doing at that point was really visualizing this new place I was going to live in, even though I didn't know where it was or what it looked like. I visualized the light in there. I visualized the city. And eventually I narrowed down to an area and I visualized that and I visualized the neighborhood. And eventually I ended up buying my dream home in that exact place. And I know I just got the chills. I know that it was because I focused on the now. I focused on me seeing myself in that space and feeling what it was going to feel like to cook dinner, to lay down in my bedroom, to see the, 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 the play of the light on the walls as the sun came up in the morning or went down in the afternoon, um, to walk out the front door with my dog and go on a walk around the neighborhood, whatever it was. So we want to be grateful for every day and for every moment. And if we don't know where we're going to end up yet, and we are in fear of something, we want to imagine what it's going to be like and imagine our happiness, because that's going to tell your brain, one, what you want, and two, it's going to make you happier and feel good, and three, it is actually going to help in your manifestation of where you're going. So instead of delaying that happiness and saying, I can't do that right now because I don't know where I'm going to live, using our example again, this is a way that you can focus on being grateful for what you have and for what is coming. And the last part I want to say about this is when you are imagining Those things that you want, those things that you deserve, you need to remember that you cannot see them as things that are going to happen. You need to see them as happening now. You need to visualize yourself doing them now because that is telling your brain, this is what I want. I want this and and believing that you have everything you need is how you're going to find the new things that you want to create your new life. If this is confusing at all, please reach out to me and I can help you dive deeper into this from your personal um, history and your personal place right now as to where you are and what your fears are and what can help you actually focus on the now and not focus on getting something later when something else happens first. The third point in changing our story is owning our happiness and taking responsibility for the fact that we are the only one who can make us happy or unhappy. Your happiness or unhappiness is not dependent on anyone else, not your former spouse, not your family, not your children, not your friends, it doesn't matter who, you cannot Your happiness cannot be controlled by someone else. So as soon as we realize that we are the only one responsible and we own that ability to be happy or unhappy, we need to take responsibility and make it so. So this is very important when we are um, in in that mindset that we can't. Do something, and we are unable or incapable. And when we feel victim victimized, um, when oftentimes we're coming out of a divorce and we feel angry or hurt, you know, we start blaming the former spouse, or blaming ourselves, or blaming others, whatever it is. And we need to realize that because nobody is responsible for our happiness or unhappiness, it doesn't matter what any uh, any of those people have done to us or against us or however we see it because it's irrelevant. The relevant part of being happy is that you can make yourself happy. And the way to start this is to start changing the mindset. To ask yourself, what do I need within my body, within my mind, and within my spirit? What do I need to be happy. And again, this is a great journal topic, and you can break it down into body, mind, and spirit. Your body may need to eat healthier, may need to exercise, you may want to lose a few pounds, whatever that is. Your mind may need thought tweaking, so you can change your thoughts to believe in yourself again. Or your mind may want to learn a skill that is going to let it Uh, grow so that you can start in a new field for example and your spirit that's the part that's your heart that's your love for yourself and others and what does your spirit need what does your inner child need you may need to laugh more you may need to go out and do some silly things like go roller skating or ice skating or dance sing invite some friends over and just Turn on some music and just let it all out. I mean, go sing karaoke with some friends. Whatever it is, what do you need to appease your mind, your body, and your spirit and get them all aligned so that you can focus on your healing? And this is so individualized. I can't guide you unless you want to work with me on a personal one-on-one level as your coach. Um, I don't know you, but you know you. And so if you need help with this, feel free to reach out to me. But it is so, so important to own that happiness and to take responsibility for it. The fourth thing that you can do in order to change your story is to learn to enjoy the process. And this again is, has a lot to do with timing and rushing um, in this crazy busy world with all of this uh, social media and all of the um, things that bombard us every day from phones and computers and 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 responsibilities with work and family makes it so hard to simply focus and, Let ourselves feel the gratitude towards the things that happen. So if you have a challenging day filled with all of these things, all these places you need to be and all of these commitments, a lot of times it'll make it hard for you to enjoy the moments and we find ourselves waiting to get through that, or looking forward to getting through these things so we can move on. But in order to heal, we need to really enjoy the process, enjoy each failure, enjoy each success, can't rush your healing. And the only way to get through the healing is to experience all of the feelings that we feel, even the negative ones, even the ones that make us cry and make us not want to leave the house for a day and whatever you may be experiencing those feelings need to be felt they need to come out you cannot push them under the rug so to speak so it is okay to feel your feelings and it is a must to take this process step by step and go through each one of the healing techniques that are necessary for you to come out of the darkness and into the light and have that amazing happy life. I promise you that if you take heed of these things and you even can start here with changing your story and doing these four things that I've mentioned and really working on them, you can work on them all together, you can work on them one at a time, whatever feels right to you, but being present in the moment, taking the time to write down the things that you want to change and that you want to see in your new life, to tweak the mindset, to come up with great affirmations to tell ourselves about how we can do something, how we are able to do what we want to do, and creating this new life that we want, and writing down what it is that we want to see, and then feeling what it feels like to be in that base and knowing that we are the only ones in control of our own happiness and taking responsibility for that and just letting that process happen but you have to be a willing participant in that work the work does not happen unless you do it that's why it's called the work and knowing again that you can do it is a great place to start please let me know if you have any questions or need help i would love to help you heal and create your healing journey with you have a great day